Excited to have these two guys on the podcast. Um, I've been digging in deep to both of their catalogs over the last year. Um, more recently with the Darko stuff. This dude is 23 and he has 50 albums, which is pretty amazing. These dudes are just really onto something, in my opinion. Uh, the artwork is by I Taste Sound, aka Mike Riley. Check him out at itastesound.com. And as always, we're being hosted by Splice Today. Check them out at splicetoday.com. I played a lot of music this week. I'm going to be doing more and more music from the guests. I got worried for a minute that SoundCloud was going to give me some kind of strike. If I did that, but I don't think anybody really gives a fuck, so let's go in. This is all that I need. I don't need anything on body but me. This is all that I need. I don't need anything or body but me This is all that I need I don't need anything or body but me This is all that I need I don't need anything or body but me I'm going, going to saw my head on crooked The water's flowing as I read myself up booklets Back to life, back to reality The gas outweighs mine Current salary, the flowers on the wall, the hours that I saw, touched the belt like a vacuum. I felt it. I got a donkey's brain. I got a hockey puck. Autograph my name, photocopy my book. Hey, y'all in luck? I wrote another poem, and this time it doesn't suck. No, it doesn't suck. The boy who cried peanut butter. In turns, we all eat each other like a banana in a microwave. Time of the hourglass has spilled my way. You ain't no chocolate Elvis, founder of the slumps, selfish with my crumbs. It's all residual. This life, shit, this life is miserable. My mind's a criminal. The cut off finger roll, lay up, fade away. Came to steal the makeup straight up off your face. All that I need, I don't need anything but body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything but body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything but body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything but body but me. I catalog. The analog up out of the sewer like a dirty battle frog. Take a cattle prod to my inner god. Shocking systems, rocking wristbands and ankle socks. Miss American, tut uncommon. 
punk pop disco up rock top ramen a meanie 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 say what a blue boy super kick stage dive to save us never that do the dance they call the mustard slacks uppercut you bust a camera collar till it cracks tough boys got no new toys to play with a few good people make noise closed off basements all that I need, I don't need anything from body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything from body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything from body but me. This is all that I need, I don't need anything from body but me. trailer park called Penwood Crossing. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, played a lot of basketball, watched 8 Mile. <laughs> Let's uh, go. Yeah. Like, what was your entry into music? Well, I, I always got CDs as a kid, you know, like, my dad got a lot of CDs for me. I remember getting Sum 41, um, uh, All Killer No Filler, when I was little. Tight. And uh, I really loved that. That was like the first time I heard a curse word in music. When they said some shit, it was like the first curse word I heard <laughs> in Fat Lip, you know? Um, yeah, I was really into that. And, uh, you know, the gorillas. I like Smash Mouth because my favorite movie was Mystery Men. And, mm. you know, All Star plays at the credits and it's yeah. like in the music video and stuff. Um, that was like early on. Um, I got into like rap through. Um, like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks, and like my dad gave me like Jay Z CDs and Beastie Boys and things like that. Like my uh, core group of friends, childhood friends. Like my one friend really loved Eminem. My other friend loved uh, Fifty Cent. Yeah, I loved Jay Z. You know what I mean? And yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was into all of that because I didn't know any better. You know? <laughs> Not bad stuff to be into. Yeah. Uh, the Tony Hawk stuff also is like yeah. something I don't understand, but it's, I guess that's like a big way that people yeah definitely get turned was, on to stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was like huge for me. The yeah. I I played like the the first two for, um, on the computer, and then when I got a PlayStation Two, the first game I got was a uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four, and that had like Idea and NWA and Blue Pack and all this other cool stuff on there. Oh wow! Yeah, and I was I really loved that. <clears throat> And then the underground series was like all like underground hip hop, you know, mostly. You know. That's another game. Oh, Tony Hawk Underground. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool. It was the one directly after that. Yeah, and it okay because I feel like the West Coast stuff for you like looms large. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, in like high school, I was really into like uh, you know N.W.A. and Snoop Dogg and the Chronics, you know, stuff like yeah. that. I really loved. Even like Fifty Cent, I, like the whole 
Dr. Dre produced, you know, stuff yeah. I was really into. And then and then later on, um, I really loved like Del the Funky Homo Sapien, all that stuff from the West Coast. So that's my favorite. Um I, I love the Wake Up Show, which is a radio show that was in uh yeah. in like California. And that like put me onto a lot of stuff from there. How would you hear that? Uh, just on YouTube. You yeah, know, yeah. The, like archives of it. And yeah. yeah. And they put out those like Nick show those like Nick CDs and stuff. Well, I, yeah, I, maybe I never heard that stuff. There was like one awesome track that was like. Oh, well, now I know what you're talking about. They did like a remix of a, like a Bobby Digital track. I think so. It was like it had like Tech everyone. Nine and like yeah, yeah. Eminem. Eminem has a re- has like a solo song on one of those CDs. Cool. That's really cool. I forget what it's called. And like, when did you start getting the idea to rap? Uh. Around, like, eighth grade, I was, uh, I started writing little terrible lyrics and stuff, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I sort of had this idea, you know, like, I, you know, I, you know, getting picked on and stuff in school, and, uh, and seeing, like, Get Rich or Die Trying, or, like, Eight Miles, seeing them, like, sort of go, you know, rise to success, it sort of meant made me think I could do it somehow. Oh, yeah, Which was yeah. a dumb idea. But, I don't know. Uh, it was more like I wanted to become something bigger than, you know, what I was or whatever. Mm. It was sort of, you know... That, yeah, and then I was, like, really into, like, Biggie Smalls when I was first starting. Like, Notorious had just come out, the movie, <laughs> and seen all that. It was more like uh, I thought of it as some sort of escape. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and did, was it like you making your own beats and stuff? No, I would no, I would go to my brother's. He had LimeWire on his computer, and I would steal beats from there, like a lot of uh, like Alchemist and Biggie Smalls instrumentals and Dr. Yeah. Dre things like that. I would steal those from and put them. I would burn them to a CD, and then I would uh, I would I would record. I had this little portable recording studio that my parents had got me, and uh, I would uh, I would play the the CDs from a little stereo boombox thing I had, I would play it from there and then sort of rap to the beat and re- record it that way. And it was really, it was all like, all <laughs> right, body right, and right. just, you know, everything about it. Really bad. But that's, it's at such a young age. Yeah, right? that's my humble beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a release that you think of as like the first official release? Yeah, I, I did this album called I've Been In My Mind Too Long. I think that's like the first Dark of the Super album. That, well, yeah, I, I had a couple before them, um, but that's that's I feel it's like my first album as Dark yeah. of the Super. Okay, say so like putting that first thing out. Like, what? Like, were you like meeting other people? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was making a lot of stuff or posting my music on SoundCloud. And that's how I met a lot of people, a lot of like collaborators and people, you know, sending me beats and things like that to use. And, yeah. Um, I started out that way. And I, when I was making um, that album, there was this label that I talked to. Um, they were going to put it out on vinyl and everything. And it was like really huge for me. Every, you know, that's why I consider that my first because I was, you know, really I put a lot into it, you know. And uh, then they sort of just, oh, we don't have the money, you can't do this now. Oh. So it sort of fell through. I have that, that very, that first album I did, I have that on, like, 
reel to reel tape that my friend made for me. Um, <laughs> that I have no way to play it, but it's just cause like it's cool. The mixes got bounced down to reel to reel. No, no, nothing like that. It was just he had he he had got these reel to reels from some old church. Oh, cool! And he had the like technology to, you know, burn you know whatever record it to tape, and so he he did that, and I have that for like just to collect it, sort of. I don't know. That's interesting, like, but just through, like, SoundCloud and stuff, you did attract people that were going to put it out. Yeah, I, well, even before that, I was, I was making beats, and I was on a label, I was on a couple labels with making, you know, just beat tapes, and they would release them. And, oh, what label? So, uh, the, the first one I was on, it was called Grappa Frisbee Records. Okay. They were, like, out of Connecticut, they, they no longer, like, do stuff. But, yeah. Uh, um, there was that, and there was, uh... This label called Dap Station. They okay. did like a lot of lo-fi stuff. And, um, there was another one called Dig Dug DIY. Uh, they put out like a cassette, like a remix tape of mine. That was like the first cassette. It was the first cassette release that I actually got a cassette of, you know, in the yeah. mail. Like I did some others and I'd never seen those. Um, there, was a, there was a few others that I don't really remember right now. The names of yeah yeah but, but they yeah so they they would just like hit you up about these like well limited yeah. run like cassette releases yeah it was like yeah that. it was really sh- limited you know yeah yeah um yeah I, I would just message on facebook really i would find these labels and message them on facebook and send my soundcloud to them and you know we sort of worked out things like that and when i was doing that i was also like submitting to a lot of compilations and that's how i got onto things too mm. it's like a lot of labels would do these compilations I would send music to to try and get on them. I guess outside of like the internet realm, how did you start to like meet other people doing stuff? Uh, going to shows, you know. Yeah. I started going to shows in Philly and I met a lot, met tons of people like that. Actually, uh, um, there was this group called Fortified and I met, I met the dude, uh, Chin, Chinadu from it. And uh, I met him at a Blue and Homeboy Sandman show. He, I, he saw like uh, I had this like Doom sweatshirt on, and he like complimented me on it. And then, and then uh, somehow I oh, because we were both friends with Blue on Facebook, like his personal thing, and I must have tagged him in a photo, like that that I took with him. And uh, yeah, and then Chinadu had like messaged me on Facebook. We started talking about music and stuff, and through him I met like a, you know that whole um, crew of people and you know i started hanging out with them and making music and that was like my first introduction to like the philly hip-hop scene and things like yeah that. Yeah. yeah one theme that i really love in your music is like frustration with uh-huh. like shows and like yeah, yeah. And stuff like that <laughs> like i was wondering like where does that fit in like is that like you're just like a gentleman in person. That, like, <laughs> you remember that? Like, I guess so. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Because I'm very un- unconfrontational, so I can't do it. I'm not going to do it to their face, right? right so right. I, I could record that though. Yeah, I'll write whatever I want. You know, I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't say it to him. Yeah, because I'm a pansy. <laughs> but uh... not saying that. But no, I guess like, does that come from? Because I feel like we all know the feeling of like going to shows or playing shows and being like 
this isn't right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> is that yeah. like what it comes? Did you feel like frustration early on about like? Yeah, you know, since birth, really. Um, <laughs> well, no, I guess, I guess like specific. I never asked to be born. You know? I don't owe nobody shit. So, <laughs> but like frustration specific to like the yeah. show world. Yeah. Uh, well, it's mainly some of the first shows I, I was doing was like open mics and stuff. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing when I was starting out, but one of the, like, I did I did this open mic at my dad's friend's bar that he owned, and it was, like, middle-aged white people, and they would give me the finger and really, like, disgusted at what I was doing. <laughs> right. And uh, so that, like, frustrated me, and then I had this whole idea, like, ah, oh, maybe it's cool that they hate me, you know, and that sort of faded away, and... I wanted to be this like uh, villainous character because I love mm. I love watching like Tony Clifton, you know, sort of oh yeah, rip yeah people yeah. apart. But that I didn't like that much that feeling. So uh, yeah, it's not a fun thing to do every day. No, so, no, you know. it's not something to do regularly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, it's frustrating doing these shows and um, yeah, just anything you know, any and everything that goes wrong with performing and the venues and the, right 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 you know the shitty doorman and the fucking dumbass sound guy on watching netflix you know, it's like, <laughs> absolutely I, another thing with shows is i'm terrible at memorization i also just don't like to do it and you know it's sort of that's why i've been doing the same songs mostly for a long time and though i've made hundreds more I can't really, I, I try to work some in, but it's like, uh, you know, it's tough for me. I don't know. You guys played like a 45-minute set in Baltimore. <laughs> I didn't hear any mistakes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> it's so wonderful to know you'll always be around. It's the thing out since the sun Like the bun to the burger and the burger to the bun Temp rap commandments number one Promoters be shady and dumb I don't give a fuck about the shocking in your trunk I know y'all be faking the funk I seen it with my own too You'll be drinking on brew Getting eye off your own supply Jumping off the roof, I hope you die Stuck yet in the toilet It's stone cold thrusted The game's still the same And all your dust About to spread like mustard Shave your face when it's Busting out on the scene Raise your hands in the place If you know just what I mean Counting that money Better lend me some I need change in my life Just like the bum We get the crumbs They get uncrustables It ain't fair The way your hair looks combustible I ain't got no place to go Try and make my pockets all swell Darko, darko Baby, change is not your head. Don't do no dancing. Doorman, I see you pocketing cash. Sound man, you gon' be out on your ass, but I always have the place on smash. So fuck the fire and fuck all your friends. Fuck the muck and mire, I'm so tired. Whoever told you you was dope is a fucking lie. I'm changing lot to soap, it's how I'm wired. Fuck the fire, this little light of mine, I'ma let it shine. Till I find what I'm looking for, what I'm looking for. What it is I'm looking for This little light of mine I'ma let it shine till I find The rest of our years I grew up in Philly, from Philly um, East Oak Lane, border of Alany And East Oak Lane, it's like north, north Philly Yeah 
Um, I got two older brothers. They got like eight and six years on me, so they already knew all the good hip hop that was mm. happening. So that just got passed right down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and how old yeah. are you? Oh, I'm 30. Okay, yeah. 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 So what was like the early stuff you were hearing? It's it's kind of crazy to like think back because um, it was like really often that I would like know a record and then kind of discover it on my own because I had always heard it. My brother's playing it. Yeah. Know? Like, um, I, I don't think I really started listening to music until like fourth grade. It was like... Like, uh, Three Feet High Rising and Midnight Marauders. Yeah. Because that was, like, 93. So I was, like, maybe been out, like, two years at that point. You know what I mean? But it was, like, Native Tongues and Gangstar and The Roots. It was, like, Philly and, um, yeah. And did they, did your brothers like make music too? No. Or, okay. No. My brother, my, my oldest brother, just a, just a, a listener and a, you know, an enjoyer of all things hip hop. And uh, my other brother wrote graffiti. Oh, okay. And I was like, well, I, I'm going to break this. I'm going to do that. Oh, shit. That didn't last. That was <laughs> it was just like, I was like, oh, I'll do this. And I did it. <laughs> I still say that to this day. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but um, like, wh- where did you get the idea to start making stuff? Uh, not until years later. I okay. think as I like as I listened to music, I was always more interested in like the beats and like looking at producers and being like, oh, like like DJ Premier makes my favorite beats. Yeah. Growing up, and and I knew that, and it would be like he's producing for. It's like, oh, this Afu record, I gotta get it, because it's like Primo Beats, and it's like, he's got a track on this. And, and I was like aware of the producers, so I was like, I, I want to produce, I want to make beats. But it wasn't until like I was 18, and like down with Fruity Loops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. fucking around, yeah. I feel like it used to be harder to know how to make beats. Yeah, and yeah, so, totally. Like, before, yeah, maybe it was like changing right around the time you were... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, and did you find that you quickly, I don't know, how did it work? Did you, like, quickly be like, okay, I know what I'm doing? or was Not really. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they weren't good by any means. Like, it took a long time to, yeah. really, like, start to figure it out. But it was like, yeah, I remember, just, but I remember being, like, able to, like, punch in like a drum pattern and be like okay this sounds like hip hop at least how I wanted to sound you know what yeah. I mean like quickly but um yeah they it, it took a, a, a while like in order to like actually make something that I thought was like of value you know and like when you did like what did you do with it was the idea to get other people on it or for, or for you to rap on it it was kind of just like like I've I've always been like I I always drew and like studied art and and I was like um, in high school I got into like painting and drawing a lot so I was like making art and it was almost just like interchangeable it was like I'm just like making art you know what I mean yeah kind of doing these little beats as like sketches and stuff and then I would just like bounce them and put them in my car and just like drive around like it's cool I made this you know yeah and then like show my friends and we like freestyle on them you know the ones that we could right, right. probably not <laughs> yeah 
and like when when did that change? Like I gotta like show people this. I think it was pretty immediate. I was yeah. Like, yeah, I made this. Like it just a drawing. You know what I mean? Like here you go, check it out. Right. Um. Yeah. But I guess when did it change to like I have to show more than one? Oh, person? oh, I see what you mean. Um. I don't know. I guess as I took it like seriously, maybe. I I guess when I started to. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of progressed over over the time. I think I was like always actively showing people, like, but on a wider scale, maybe like not until like two thousand nine. Okay. When I was like, I want to see if I can like make a collection of songs, like an album. Yeah. But just beats. I really, because I wasn't really like writing raps or rapping or doing anything like that. And were you, were you already like? plugged into like what was going on in philly no not at all well in in like a weird way like i knew some shit was happening yeah so like um you know like genomatrix yeah group from philly in like Mm -hmm. outer space you know those dudes Mm -mm. they like roll with with genomatrix oh okay they're all kind of from so like my brothers were cool with outer space they like knew each other from growing up in the neighborhood and i like I, like, knew about them and their scene just because it was, like, they'd go to parties and they would be there, and I would just give all this secondhand. So, like, I knew of the scene, and, and my old hit Flip. You met Flip. Yeah. Did a show Flip. Flip would always come around. He's, like, my brother's friend. That's how I know Flip. We're good friends now, but... So, Flip was always hosting shows, and, like, the Outer Space Cats were on it, and, like, Jedi Mind Tricks and that kind of crew, and... And, like, some members of the Roots would be there, like Dice Raw, maybe. And So I I knew some shit was happening, but I was, like, too young to go out. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And, like, I, I, I don't know if there was even, like, a DIY rap scene back then. Once you have this idea of an album, like, what what is the first album that you do? I did, um, in college, I was, like, I had access to a computer that had, like, um, Photoshop on it. So I, like was like i had all these beats i was working on and i was like oh these all like go together they felt like a, yeah a grouping so i like made this artwork specifically for like the cd cover and shit and i like oh, nice. i like did all the design so it like folded right and cut out and like the track listing and it was like and then i just like printed them chopped and put them together and like handed them out to all my friends you know yeah and like a little bit around school to the people i liked you know so like and people. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I guess at what point did you start playing more in, in the city and stuff like that? So, like, really, I think I I had, like, done a couple of things with Flip. I would, like, go see Flip and he would, like, come up and, like, rap or something. With me. And he would always have a band and open up the mic. And so I'd yeah. like, go out and rock with the band a little bit and, like, spit some written I had or something. And uh, and then it was like I think Flip put me and I was doing like this project with my friend Russ um, called Applied Minds and we did a show and it was like few and far between like we do like open mic here do a show the next year nothing for like whatever but I was like not until like 2012 I started like trying to get on shows okay I think maybe 2011 it's hard to remember yeah. Yeah. 
And would that be like at the fire and mm-hmm. places like that? Yeah, absolutely. That was like I like solely rocked at the fire like my first couple of years like. <laughs> Turns eventually legs that move hesitantly. I prove presently, I MC. Yeah, in the leaning towards rhymes, I'm up at him and avidly bleeding through times. Enough guff giving the gallon and seminal spines, moving modus operandi from malice and crime. Particulars down, mirror this, mirror that, mirror appearances now. But in clear evaluations, palpitations are found in perspiring palms and in salivating mouths. Not out of a lock and be fit, locking up out of popping and properly positive enough. A mush mouthing about nothing is kid. I'm something else. Hell, I'm on another level and shit with a reveling wind and a celebratory grin. Soaking up this sun and increasing my melanin. Not a scholar, blue collar, but this is my fellow shit. Walk a mile in true style. Your shoes ain't ever gonna fit. Into the rhythm beyond. From the back of my mind. Let's get live. Bad news, I alive. Stand out like iodine. Ill Philadelphia from 8-6 until I die. Fourth Street, no sleep. Awake in a snake pit. Purgatory regurgitating the brakes. I'm all day, no time for time, space, and mind. It's all mine and rhyme. It's all paste. Sunshine and all signs are faced In high stakes we save, keep pride at first base Mad bruise, IPA, prefer the Cavassier Stay true from basics to my DNA More beats go deep with breaks in a cage Let allegory regenerate in the base I'm always raw and always My flaws got ball tape, my tapes are all played From sunrise we remain unfazed Stay high 149 till sundown next day Download the energy, heart pumps the blood, the blood bumps the memory, thump turns eventually, legs that move hesitantly, I prove presently, I am And like, like when, for you, like when did the touring thing come into it? Not until very recently. Okay. I went on tour with Ev, only because he, we had somewhere to go. It was like, I was like not plugged into that. Which was where? All. We did the, um, the Already Dead Tapes family reunion. 20, okay. 2015. And, and are they are like Midwest dudes? Yeah, it was in yeah. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they're all originally from there. And yeah. They all kind of like they had branched out to Chicago and and now recently Brooklyn. So. Yeah. And now recently Detroit too. Yeah. And was that your first tour as well? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. And then you toured with Kid Dead as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Was that like must have been like shortly after? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I think. I think as we were, it was before we even left. Um, Kid Dev was like, "Yo, we should we should tour." It was like, great. Or maybe it was yeah. like right after we got back. So it was like same time, but it was like shortly after we started planning that. Oh, okay. And that was like two weeks, which was cool because our tour was like five days. And it was like let's go out for two weeks. So was Hell Whole Store made for that tour, 
Or it wasn't for that. We made on that tour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we That's made that awesome. whole record on in those five days. For the most part, like 90% mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Wow. All in, all in the nights in. Hotel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you just had like five nights off and no, no, no. Mm-hmm. never perform. Oh. Uh, we were perform. We had a couple days in Kalamazoo. It's like a three day event sort of. Yeah. Oh, I see. And we were playing. Uh, it's like a little mini festival sort of. They do. Mm-hmm. We were playing uh, one of the days in the middle. You guys must be like fast beat makers. It's all this guy. It's all this guy. Yeah, how are, how are you so, like, prolific? Or, like, I guess that's a hard question to answer, but... <laughs> like, like, were you always, like, making beats, like, super efficiently or something? Uh, I guess so. Back when I didn't, like, know what I was doing, I would make a lot, because now, now sort of, I hang on sort of certain um, nuances, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I would make a lot of beats. I don't think it's really the beats; it's writing that I can do. You know, very I write a lot, and then when when we go to record things, I have stuff ready. You know, yeah. or I'll write more on the spot. Like, uh, so yeah. I think what I like the best with both of your guys' stuff, and it's like so accentuated when you're together, is like it's sort of like the scope of each song or the like mission of each song is di- so different from song to song mm. like like it's cool. it's hard to place like okay these are rappers <laughs> that do this or something oh, okay. you, you know what i mean like like a, like a song i kept listening to again and again is the one where you do the like curtis blow oh yeah that's my favorite verse <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> I gotta get some inside info on this. And then yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, it cuts yeah. to you laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you laughing at his verse? Yeah, well, he freestyled that. So I was in the background. It was in the night's in. I was sitting there, and he's recording that. And, yeah, I started cracking up when he finished, and we sort of, yeah. we just kept it in because it sort of went with it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. those are freestyles. That's the only way I can freestyle is if it's in that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like it's like I'm not messing up like this guy. Yeah, it's, is, just like, <laughs> yeah. it's so basic, and it's like you don't have to be yourself to do that. exactly. So yeah, it's yeah. like right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. I'm not messing up. Was there any like questioning of like identity or something? Because like like mm. say on that album, like for you, it's like way more like like comedy styles and stuff like that than oh like, yeah than like anything that that you've done before yeah totally it's it's easier to loosen up yeah yeah, yeah 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 which it's like so like refreshing to just like let go and just be like i can like i don't have to be painstaking you know like <laughs> right, I can just, right. and like literally just ride the energy it's just like we're just having fun you know right I mean? right like, right that's what's cool about it yeah you know? making enjoyable music for a change you know <laughs> I think I saw the very first day of your guys' tour. Like, oh yeah, like what was it like performing that stuff live? I think I think we we balance each other out really uh-huh. nicely. I thought like, so, so too, man. I feel like I tend to take shit very seriously, <laughs> and Ev is just like, dude, let's just fucking do it, you know? Without, I just want to get my money. In so and get many out. Words. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it's 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 way fun. It's like it's way different than yeah, like a solo set too. Yeah, yeah. I what I prefer perform with them. Yeah, doing it by myself anymore. You know. title would be like can't wait to die you know that's mm. one of the things so um i'm working on that and uh yeah mainly with that right now are you are you like like these albums that you'll put out that'll be like other people's instrumentals or like oh i know what you mean or, or stuff where it's more like a familiar sample yeah 
where like, I like steal a Devo song or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Those, I consider those like mixtapes, you know, right. in, in the term, like the albums I do will be all produced by me or like friends, you know, um, I'll do, I'll do them, you know, and in, in between those, while I'm working on it, I do other tracks that I just sort of compile into like a mixtape type of thing yeah. and release that as an album on Bandcamp and stuff. Okay. Like that, you know. And, and the, like, are you writing, can you write raps as fast as you make beats? I would assume yes, if you also are doing Yeah, much faster, I would write a song much faster than a, yeah. a beat, definitely, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so most times I'll, I'll, I'll make the beat then write the song like immediately after, or while making the beat, sort of. Okay. And then, you know. And how about for you, my man? Um, yeah, I just started messing with some stuff. I had some songs I was, like, working on in May, I think. And then, like, got a new job around the same time, and been a, it's been hectic, this new job. Mm. Switching schedules and shit, but, um, yeah, I, I just started diving into some shit. And I was looking, and I started, like, taking some notes, and I'm like, I have, like, ten things I'm kind of working with, whether it's, like, a beat or a verse or, like, both, and, like, some full song. So I have something in the works, for sure. But we have the Hellhole Store Part Two. Yes. Basically complete. We gotta we gotta go over some shit still and get some mix final mixes done. But yeah, we did we did the majority of it on the road too. Mm-hmm. And we did this cool thing. Um, there's a a record store that we both really enjoy, and uh, they offer this kind of like weird challenge thing where it's like a producer and an MC come in and they have free range of the dollar bin section. I feel like I might have told you. This yeah. What's so, the store? It's called Brewery Town Beats. That's right. They're in Brewery Town in Philadelphia. Go check them out. But, um, but they, uh, yeah, they have like this, like big section of dollar, dollar bin records. So we, we spent the day there. I think we did seven hours in there and we got like five songs done, four songs done. We did a good amount there. Uh-huh. That's why. I mean, you re-recorded them right in there. Yeah. So that's like coming out as a complete... Yeah, we made, the beat in, yeah. made all the beats in there from the records we chose and recorded all the songs. Yeah. And, stuff. and those those vocal takes are as they are. It's just like keeping yeah. them as is. That's awesome. So, but that's like half the record, I think. Yeah. Wow. A little bit less. Yeah. Yeah, but... I think the, the new album's, you know, about 15 songs. Five of them we did at Brewery Town. You know, maybe almost ten or so we did it. With that, that'd be a cool B-side release, like a seven-inch. Just a thought. Oh, just the brewery town beats. Though? That could be cool. Yeah, yeah. Forty-five would be cool. Why you want to put the money? In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks again to I Alive and Darko the Super. We'll see you next month for episode 102.